0: Um, so, just question for you guys on so a lot of people again really discouraged with the little amount of socializing they can do, and then also with like you don't have as much time with your teachers to be able to connect. Like, what's the best piece of advice do you have for students currently, just like for our school or just broadly for students?
1: Um, I think last week I was listening to your podcast and one of the things is I was mentioned because I did it was early on Mm -hmm. um, in the hallway it was before school and our main we're only two hallways essentially so we can congregate really quickly Um, and so one of the things you know I had Mm -hmm. to stop a group of students which happened to be um, some of the ones you interviewed last week and said hey can you go into first period, you know, if the teacher's out there, wait? Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing we have to consider the most part, and we want to be here, mm-hmm. and that's what our students want to be together. They want the experience of having the teachers in the classroom. So mitigating what risks we can and safety has kind of bumped up the priority list. We have to really look at that so that we can keep you guys together. Yeah, Because right. what we learned in the spring is, you guys hated being apart. Yeah,
2: for sure. And so
1: sure. being able to keep you here is is one of our essential priorities. Mm-hmm. And so whatever mi- risk we can mitigate, you know, the no lockers, no congregate in the halls, go outside, you know, for lunch, mm-hmm. what little things we can do that keep you in class together, that's kind of where we've kind of landed, mm-hmm. at least on my part.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think what I was thinking is advice, I guess I would take from this is, yeah, the social opportunities are not there mm-hmm, yeah. like they were before. There's, there's, we were talking in the meeting, the students, if they're outside, they have their masks off and, and that could maybe be a, a time of socializing a little bit more. But I, mm-hmm. I think I would just say, you know, sometimes in life when something is taken away from us, we tend to then reflect on it a little bit more. And we might appreciate it more, mm-hmm. right? That we maybe were taking it for granted before. And you see that aspect of like, yes, academics is so important, but that social aspect is a vital part of all of our lives, and especially in middle school and high school. And so, even if it's not there, it's that when it does come back right to remember like how important that is and how appreciative I am that I've got this back now and because I know what it's like when, when we don't
3: have it mm-hmm, right yeah I think there's I, th- I think there's power in so one of the things that's happened right that's interesting throughout this entire situation is we've been asked by you know the government and social leaders and different groups and different things to, be cautious and exercise you know do some things to kind of promote the general welfare of, of people right so wearing a mask social distancing avoiding big gatherings and things like that um and a lot of those things are fun right like mm-hmm. going to school dances those are fun yeah right um having assemblies those can be fun sometimes right <laughs> um yeah, sometimes <laughs> so a lot of those things that we do in groups sometimes are they're a lot of fun but I think what makes those experiences powerful are the individual connections. It's it's not about the group. Mm-hmm. A lot of those times, like when you go to a dance, it's not bec- you don't have fun because there are 200 people smashed in the gym, sweaty, nasty, breathing on each other. Yeah. Like, that's not what makes the dance fun. What makes the dance fun is you've got maybe a, a, a small group of people, right? You've got your date and you've got maybe two or three other couples that are hanging out, doing something together that you enjoy. Yeah. Right? So a lot of the discussions that we, that, that like, it feels different, and part of the reason why it feels different is because, yeah, we're wearing a mask, and so we don't see each other's facial expressions as much, right? And we don't have some of the same rituals that we usually have. We didn't have a beginning-of-the-year assembly this year, mm-hmm. right? We haven't didn't have a back-to-school stomp dance, some of those kinds of things. What's been awesome for me to see, though, is that the individual relationships are still there. Yeah. Right? you're still talking and communicating and even actually hanging out yeah. with your best friend, right? Um, it might be, it might look a little different. I'll give you an example. So Mr. Dowdle and I are really close friends and we live out in the same area, right? And so over the summer, um, he, he he was pretty strict with quarantine in his family because of their circumstances, right? We were relatively strict in our family. And I, it, I was like, dude, I just need, a, I need some Dowdle time, Right. <laughs> And so I went over to his house, and we were both wearing masks, and we just sat on his porch, you know? We were about eight feet apart, sat on his porch, and we talked about John Milton, we talked about Homer, right? And we talked about the class that we're teaching together for like two hours. Mm -hmm. And when I was done, I was so filled, right? Because for me, it's the individual connection with people that is valuable. And so in the spring, when we didn't have that aspect of school, People were saying, oh, we missed school, right? Mm -hmm. And as I would talk to people, it became apparent that they missed the group, sure. But what they really missed was the individual close connection that they had with their friends Mm -hmm. and with their teachers and their mentors. Yeah. Right? And it's a group of those individual connections as they get bigger that create some power. And so my advice is, yeah, in this time where it's hard, and you might be on school on a different day from your best friend. Yeah. Right? That's a bummer, right? What a cool opportunity, though, because now you're kind of forced to develop a better individual relationship with someone that you know, but you maybe don't know them as well. Mm -hmm. Right? In your Socratic classes, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your best friend and your, like, conversation buddy that you tag team with, maybe they're not there now because they're on the other side of the alphabet. Mm -hmm. So now you've got an opportunity where maybe I need to throw my hat in the ring a little bit more often, right? Maybe normally in a class of 28, 30, I'm I'm a little bit more quiet and guarded with my opinions and my discussion points. Now, and in senior or classes, they're even smaller, right? I know of classes that have like six. Yeah. Like, you can't hide yeah, jump in, right? Everyone and, has to participate. Yeah, and so I, I think that's a tr- that, that's the piece of advice that I would give is look for the ways that you can create and strengthen the individual relationships, mm-hmm. because that's what's meaningful, right? When, when when people graduate, when seniors, when you guys graduate and you do your last lecture, right, and you talk about all of the fun things that you've done at Mason. The life-changing... The fun things will be the, you know, dances and assemblies, whatever, right? But the life-changing things that will happen, ha- the life-changing things happen one-on-one. And those things can still happen. Yeah. Right? We have to adjust maybe the way we do them a little bit, but they, they still happen. And so look for those opportunities to increase that interaction and strengthen those individual relationships because those are going to be the ones that are the most fulfilling in the long-term. Yeah.
1: And I also think that just exactly what you're saying, uh, sometimes the, the mask and those things, we automatically assume they're a barrier, mm-hmm. but it's going to cause us throughout this whole thing. I individually have realized some of things that are essential, that kind of got us through and on a day-to-day basis that were essential for me as an individual and, and connections, and what I'm hearing from students, connections were essential. Mm-hmm. So we found other ways than we normally did. Some of us had to reach outside of our comfort zone um, and, you know, make an, an extra effort to go sit on the porch and, and have a conversation with somebody we cared about or make a new friend. Um, you know, we learned different ways to <coughs> communicate. You know, we Skyped more. We Google Meet which is fantastic. I, I don't know if I ever want to go back to a meeting. <laughs> I really like the, that, that comfort, that ease of that. But stepping outside of our comfort zone and, and what's available to us, things we haven't even considered before that this has kind of opened our eyes to. Mm-hmm.
0: And so for our last question... Just if you had the option, if you could go back in time and visit your high school self with the current knowledge you've gained, what advice would you give them?
1: Don't sweat the small stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just like
2: in in the context of what we're going through now or just in general? I would say mostly just in general. Just in general. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be soak it in as much as you can, you know, and, and... like I what Mr. Simmons was even saying, branch out a little bit maybe within your class. Maybe, like he said, your best friend's not there. Or, uh, you know, get to know other people. Maybe there's somebody in that class that you're going to connect with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not doing – well, we're still doing sports. One of the things I wish – I got kind of – I played sports in high school and kind of got zoned in on just the sports I was playing. I wish I actually would have branched out a little bit more and gone to other sporting events at yeah. my school and supported the other teams a little bit more as I look back on it and go, I don't know if I remember going to a girls' soccer game at my school. And, I mean, I was at a big school and lots of stuff going on. Uh, and maybe even just try um, uh, try something different, you know, take a risk yeah. uh, possibly yeah. and, and, uh, and definitely would, you know, those types of things.
3: Awesome. I think what makes our school unique, Not, I don't know if it makes it unique, like, but one of the things that makes it really special and different from a lot of schools is students can be themselves here, and they can really like nerd out yeah. in their interests. This is very true. Right. It's very, very <laughs> true. And so... And because and I tell I tell prospective parents and, and students this all the time, right? Is we have students here that, you know, we have the groups. Mm. Right? We have the jocks, we have the drama kids, we have the magic the gathering kids and the D and D kids, and we've got <laughs> the, the you know, the music the musical kids. We we got all those groups. Mm. What makes our situation special is there aren't barriers or hard boundaries between those groups. Yeah, you can be yeah. a
0: D&D player and still mingle with the jocks.
3: Absolutely, right? I mean, we had last year on, so I coached the boys and the girls' soccer team, and between both of those teams, I think I had seven or eight, like, starting varsity athletes mm. who were also involved in drama, Shakespeare, and the school play, Yeah, right? Mm. And so at my high school growing up, you couldn't do that. So I I went to a, I went to a school in Northern California that was very good at sports and my saving grace, I came into high school and I was a huge Magic the Gathering and (laughs) Star Trek and Star Wars nerd, right? In the mid nineties. At a school that like won the state championships for football and had all the wrestling people like, you know, all this stuff. My saving grace was I played sports. And so I was pretty good at sports. And because I was good at sports, I was kind of accepted in that group. Mm-hmm. But I kind of had to like tone down my nerdiness. Mm-hmm. Right? A school like this would have been like a godsend for me. And I loved my high school experience. It was great. But thinking back on it, it wasn't until I was 27 and I started working here that I was like, oh, this would have been amazing. Yeah. Right. And so now I can nerd out with teenagers about the things that I wanted to nerd out about when (laughs) I was a teenager (laughs) and we can have a conversation right we can talk about Star Wars and the intricacies of the Star Wars universe and the prequel memes and is the sequel series any you know trilogy any good and these kinds of things right and so I would (laughs) it's not (laughs) see and so I would encourage students to embrace the part of themselves that makes them quirky that makes them different. Cause we, we, we tend to attract students here at our school that are a little different, that don't quite fit for whatever reason. And so they've come here because they didn't fit somewhere else. So in some ways we're like an island of misfit toys. Right? Mm. But what's awesome is is that here you can wear that. Right? I'm super into like Logan. I know you're super into Brandon Sanderson, yeah, The Way of Kings, <laughs> right? Okay. Pride, you know. And so, yeah, you've you've got this this thing that you're interested in. Just like embrace it, wear it, own it, right? Like be so involved in that one thing that you become known as, like, oh yeah, that's the kid who's super into this, and <laughs> that's awesome, right? So I, I, love, I love that about our school, is you've got, you know, all these different kids that are super, like, way, like, almost unhealthily interested in stuff, yeah. right? But then they can get together in different circumstances, and they have a conversation about the yeah. shared experience. And, you know, Logan can bring the Brendan Sanderson stuff into, like, you did it yesterday in our English class. Yeah. Right? You mentioned right. the Way of Kings in our English class, and so... And so just em- embrace that part of who you are that makes you quirky. And then don't be afraid to share it and show it to other people because that's what allows you, like Mr. Norris said, to then branch out. And you find, oh, that kid on the basketball team is also into that? Yeah. Now you got a friend on the basketball team. Yeah. Right. And they've got a friend that's in the Shakespeare department. And so yeah, that's the beauty, I think, of of what we have here. Awesome.
0: Thank you guys so much for being here and to let us interview you guys and see you guys experience and your view on what's going on. Thank you guys. Okay, so that was the end of our interview. And we're going to be talking about some quick takeaways from the interview just before we end the episode real quick. And so for me, my biggest takeaway was just how hard the administrators are working for us right now. Oh yeah. And I think it's very important for us as students to understand that yes, it's a big struggle for us too, but I also feel like it's an even bigger struggle for the administrators who are trying to get this to work smoothly. The administrators, they talked about how we are in a place where we can pivot either way, where we can go full online, where we can go full in person and I think that's awesome, but the um, but the, also the thing is, is, for us to get to that point, it obviously took a lot of work. And I know for other schools, they had a different situation, but I think for everyone, we should really keep in consideration that the administrators are working very hard to make this easy and the transition's good for us. Dave, what was your takeaway?
4: Yeah, so that's great. My takeaway, um, I really, really liked Mr. Simmons' point on strengthening individual connections, because uh, he gave an example, and I am very much uh, can relate to the student example where, uh, really, all of my friends
0: are in the other half of the school, and even my acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so... David, he is, he is the only one in our group that's in the other half. The rest of us were in the first half of the split schedule, Yeah, so... It's been interesting for us to keep this going actually. Yeah,
4: I have like I have like four to five close friends, basically everyone in the podcast, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm kind of just-, just, just out of there. So like in my school experience and I and I talk about this because um a, a public school near me, they just got an outbreak of COVID of like four or five cases. So they're now moving from Having everyone go to school a shorter time, to doing a half in-person half online, kind of like what our school's already doing. And I think there are going to be quite a few students that might be in my same boat, where we're all of a sudden, we're still in school, but everyone we would hang out with, uh, or go at back least the and great majority of... Yeah, or like yeah, the
5: majority of it.
4: Yeah, or like go back and forth in discussions with is now gone. And one thing I've found is in my uh, Socratic class, or my English World History Discussion class, um, I'm now t- having to talk more, because there's not as many people in the uh, uh, in the class, there's only 14,
0: Compared and to only
4: like 28, where you can just, you can sit in the back and be quiet for most of it. Yeah. And... Like, one weird thing in my class is everyone there is a quiet person. There are probably four or five people in my previous year classes who would talk. And everyone else was the student who would just sit there and listen to everything. Hmm. So it's a different experience now. Uh, I have to make new friends. People who I really wouldn't even think about talking to are not the only people I have. Which is, it's a very different experience, especially for my senior year. Senior year. So, I mean, I hope that eventually a uh, school will be able to come back to uh, everyone go in the same classes, sort of hang out with my friends. But I don't believe that's happening anytime soon. So Mr. Simmons' point again on strengthening the individual connections and making new ones. Just stepping out there and being more social and interacting with others. It's something that I've always struggled with. I'm kind of a more introverted person but just hearing the advice on how uh, stepping out of my shell, talking to more people, uh, getting new individual connections will help make my senior year easier and more easily. It'll help prepare me to make connections in college and after when I won't
0: know most of the people. Yeah. And I also think it's important, like, on that note, is with all of us doing this and all of us in this situation is even though, like, we all we all are going to have to reach out to new people now. And I think it's very important that we need to be more accepting. We don't really have the choice to keep with the same people that we want to some of us do and those people are very lucky but for those of us that can't we need to make sure that those that can't that we accept them and that we talk to them and at least give them a chance and so that we can make it easier for those that don't have the same opportunities as us to keep that those of us that can keep our friends some of them we don't really have the opportunity to stay with our friends mostly and those people we need to accept and at least help
5: yeah, I think my biggest takeaway from this entire thing is kind of to what Mrs. Ellis was addressing. and I mean, all of them addressed it beautifully, but she kind of talked about, you know, it's really important right now with all that's going on to just sit, not necessarily embrace it in a way of like, oh, I love this. like I'm gonna be have a positive attitude and I'm gonna accept that this is how it's going to be, not necessarily in that way. But definitely to be flexible and to just enjoy the moment while it lasts because these are some very interesting times. And, you know, we talked about the for I kind of addressed, you know, for seniors, this is very much a good transition into the first year of college, which is usually what people think about when they, you know, graduate from a senior year of high school, they go to their first year of college. And so, you know, understanding that that key aspect of this year, that's something that you can take away, find something
0: and, find you know, the silver lining.
5: Find the silver lining, exactly. And, you know, there are, the teachers are finding silver lining. The administration is finding a silver lining of, you know, this is a great way for us to communicate with students, to get to hear their opinions. This is a new way of getting out of the habit of just, you know, some of them have been teaching for 20, 30 years. They're getting into a new routine and a new habit. They're breaking old things and they're trying something new. And, you know, that growth and that development is something that, we do as a human, like as a human race, we do that very often as we have this development and it's always adapting to something new. It's, it's moving on and moving forward. And so I think the biggest takeaway for me is that, you know, adapt and accept what's happening and learn from it. Learn that, okay, maybe they're not here, but I can find something better in the moment. And maybe there's something that's negative, but still learn from it.
0: Yeah, and if not better, at least acceptable.
5: Accept it. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't embrace it. What I mean by that is, don't have that hoody toody positive attitude, but accept what is happening. Be aware of it. Roll with the punches. Yeah, and as Viktor Frankl said, have the ability to choose how you want to respond to that.
0: Hmm. And just to tie all of this in, I think it was something that Miss um, Ellis said right when we were asking for advice to high school you. Um, She said really quickly, don't sweat the small stuff. And I think it's very important for all of our takeaways is if there's something that you don't like that's happening with the school, don't sweat it. Talk to your administrators and see if you can get it fixed. If you don't have as many friends right now, don't sweat it. Just go talk to some new people. Sure, it can be difficult, but everyone's in the same boat. So you can at least talk about that. Yeah,
5: and have the confidence to do those things. Yeah, you know? don't and it's warp. like with
0: the adaptability thing that Logan was talking about, don't sweat it. Be assertive. Adapt yeah. to
5: what you're doing. If there's a problem, fix it. That's your choice.
0: Yeah, and I think it's just very important for us to just roll with the punches at this point. A lot of, a lot of right now it's not, oh, look, we're having a great time. I know for a fact a lot of us aren't having a great time. <laughs> but I think it's I'm just swamped. we mm. need to roll with punches and just don't sweat it. Just take a chill pill, step back, calm down, and just keep on swimming. (laughs) Adapt, improvise, overcome. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming to this episode. Next week, we will be talking about college and career readiness, stuff like that. And uh, hopefully, we can get Michael and Josh on that episode. But, yeah, thank you very much for coming. And thank you very much for listening to our interview. Bye, guys.